Hey friend, I'm Aristasia. Welcome to Passion and Potential Podcast. I'm a creative business owner that followed my heart, learned some things the hard way, and created a passionate career for myself. At 22 years old, I quit my marketing job to start my business in a new city with no friends, no experience, and a whole lot of emotional baggage. I'm using the lessons I've learned in life and business to inspire you to embrace your passions, discover your full potential, and chase your dreams in life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. In episodes 50 through 53, I shared my life story. And I talked a lot about finding myself, learning to love myself. And I also talked a lot about making mistakes and doing things the wrong way. (laughs) In this episode, I want to talk through ways that you personally can handle making mistakes in life, but also in your business or career. So first and foremost, I want to say that there is a giant difference between recognizing that you made a mistake and learning from it but allowing yourself to forgive yourself compared to recognizing you made a mistake and not learning from it and just turning your head the other way with stubbornness. So I mentioned in episode 53 that I handled my breakup the absolute wrong way and that I'm fully aware of a lot of the things I did wrong that both hurt me, hurt my growth, but also hurt other people. Here's the thing, I am recognizing that, and I have made conscious efforts to be better. I have put in that work on myself to understand those parts of me that were not being the best me, regardless of what my past was, regardless of what state of suppression I was in. All in all, I did make mistakes, and I handled things incorrectly, but I understood that. And I promised myself I would understand myself in order to be better, but to also prevent more mistakes like that happening in my future and to spare myself and others from that hurt again. Now, it's amazing to recognize that and allow yourself to be flawed, but what isn't amazing is beating yourself up to the point of absolute mental health downfall. (laughs) It's not amazing to never forgive yourself for your mistakes. I mentioned in that last episode that I was really, really, really mean to myself and I beat myself up for a very long time. And that's also a form of stunting your growth because without forgiveness and grace, you'll never truly learn to love yourself as a compassionate human. Just think, What if your friend was in the same position as you? Would you be so hard on her? Would you tell her that she's a piece of garbage and she deserves the worst? Not at all. So I would like to share some tips on how you can handle being a flawed person who does make mistakes. Because you will. You are going to. Whether they're emotional mistakes, they're mistakes in your career, Maybe you forgot to check that email and you missed an appointment. Regardless, 
you can learn from these life situations and you can handle them and your emotions in an effective way. So tip number one, understanding. Understand the situation at hand. Why did this mistake happen? Can you pinpoint the reasons why? Or even the events leading up to it? Let's go back to that example of missing an email and then missing an appointment. Try to analyze how that happened. Understand that situation. Are you overworking? Are you not organized enough? Are you distracted because of XYZ? Really think about it. Understand it. Tip number two, after you understand, find solution. So I want you to grab a journal because you know I'm obsessed with journaling and <laughs> I am a big believer in the benefits of it and how much it can impact your mental health in a positive way. But I want you to grab a journal and I want you to write down that mistake. Regardless of how shameful or imperfect it makes you feel, write it down. And then underneath it, write down solutions. You're not organized and that's why you missed that email. Okay, there's a solution to that. You can find a CRM platform that allows you to have more organizational skills. It organizes your emails for you and it makes sure your scheduling is always accurate. Hint, um, that's a personal example because I did do that. <laughs> You're overworking. Okay, that's fair, been there. What can you do to free up even just one hour in your day to give your brain time to take care of itself and free up some space for clarity so that you aren't feeling like this mumbo jumbo disorganized ball of chaos? Let's go deeper. You hurt someone. Oof. And maybe you kind of understand why or you at least understand that they are hurt. Hopefully you do. If not, what kind of solution though can you find for this? Maybe that solution is working more on yourself and understanding yourself. Maybe it's looking into therapy to have someone help you through that process. Maybe it's cutting out certain things in your life that cause you to not be the best version of yourself, which results in hurting people. Finding solutions lets you forward think. It allows you to recognize changes that need to be made and to make sure that these same mistakes aren't reoccurringly happening in your future. But, but finding solution also makes sure that you're not dwelling in your mistakes and allowing them to cripple you from, from progressing. So you've understood yourself in, in your mistake. You've found solutions. Now let's go over some forgiveness, some kindness. Grace, empathy, and forgiveness are essential for your mental health. And they're essential for your growth and for your self-love as a human. Because mistakes will happen. I'm going to say it 10,000 times in this episode, and honestly this podcast. <laughs> you are not a perfect person. You are not. You are not perfect and that is okay. Take it from the perfectionist in recovery. <laughs> it's okay to not be perfect. 
Mistakes will happen. So I really, really want you to approach yourself with that empathy that you are human. And I want you to journal in that notebook all the feelings that you have about yourself towards that mistake. And then reread that page out loud and acknowledge if that is a healthy way to handle yourself. And if you have a friend that you trust, read it to them, out loud to them. And I'm curious what their facial expressions look like because they're probably going to be shocked at the way that you speak to yourself. So once again, acknowledge your mistakes and absolutely learn from them. You cannot go through life being completely ignorant to the things that you do wrong. Absolutely not. And that is no way to handle life or to grow as a human. But also recognize that mistakes will happen. And that one way or another, you are going to have to forgive yourself in order to love yourself. Let's go to the complete other side of emotions. Hey friend, are you a creative that knows you're capable of more in life and your business, but maybe you feel stuck and the business side of things kind of confuse you? I'm offering free business training to analyze your goals, your current struggles, and help you move forward into a profitable, established, and most importantly, passionate career. Your passions do not have to be hobbies. They can be a business. Sign up for my free training and I will guide you, give you actionable steps, and help you stay the most passionate version of yourself, embracing that full potential within. Click the link in the show notes or visit aristasia.com for more info. A-R-A-S-T-A-S-I-A Let's say you're not beating yourself up. (laughs) Let's say you're not being unkind and you're approaching your mistake with stubbornness because I guarantee you we've all done that as well. The worst thing that you can do is approach a mistake with defensiveness. Relationships, friendships, career. Let's say you make a mistake in your business. You miss that appointment and your client is upset. Well, you know what? Let's be empathetic to them really quick. Because I know you want to protect yourself. You want to make sure that you protect this image of you. That you are a good business owner and you do care about your clients and you aren't flawed. So you respond with defensiveness and immediately put up this guard. Well, put yourself in your client's shoes. They were probably very excited for this appointment. They probably planned things and moved things around. They probably had expectations of their own. So the best thing that you can do is take a step backwards. Let down your ego and walls. Let it down. Really try and dive into empathy. And acknowledge that you made a mistake. And understand how it impacts your client and how they're feeling. And I want you to apologize. I know apologies can be tough. Apologize to them and hear them. Actually hear them. And then find a solution. If you're unsure of what that solution looks like, ask them. Literally just say it out loud. 
I am so incredibly sorry about this. And I truly do feel awful. And I want to make sure I take care of you in this situation. I don't want you to feel disregarded or ignored. What can I do to make this up to you? Because remember, finding solution allows you to move forward. You should want to fix this for your client. You should want to find a way to move forward and try and mend whatever this situation is in the best way that you can for them. I want to share an experience where I messed up pretty bad in my business because I always try and be authentic in this podcast. And I think sometimes, once again, we try and protect our ego and come off like we are perfect humans. And the thing is, I'm not either. And I want to share an an experience where I made a pretty bad mistake and I want to share how I handled it. So I had a client who requested video footage of her ceremony and her speeches, first dances at her wedding day. I'm a wedding photographer, so I do also offer videography services. But at this point in time, she didn't want the full day. She just wanted these very special moments. Now, during this time, it was a lot of back and forth through text messages, emails here and there. And essentially, the video request never got put into our contract. And therefore, when I was reviewing everything for the wedding day, and I thought I was being organized, I 100% missed and quite frankly forgot about this video add-on. So what did I learn from this situation? I needed to be more organized, even more than I thought I was being. And maybe that looked like copying and pasting every single text message into our email threads so that they never got lost. Or just simply request that any very important details be emailed, not texted. I didn't handle it that way, obviously, seeing as I missed it. But most importantly, I learned, oh God, how awful, absolutely awful it feels to make a mistake that you essentially cannot 100% fix for your client. And I remember crying to the point of a panic attack on my floor when this happened. I was in the worst place in my mind and it was extremely unhealthy that any bit of work I had done in my life or my career was thrown to the side because of one mistake. And that is how bad my perfectionism complex was. It was bad. But all in all, my client doesn't know that. They don't know about all those deep layers of perfectionism in me. Why would they? And honestly, it's not their responsibility to. So I knew that me crying and beating myself up was not going to fix this for her. Ignoring it was not going to fix it for her. So I had to find solution. And I had to recognize the mistake at hand and find a way to fix this for my client in the best way that I could. So I called my client and I apologized profusely. Genuine apology. And I said, I do not have a 100% solution for you. I cannot go back to your wedding day. But I do have creativity. I'm a very creative and artistic person. 
I do have a lot of heart and I'm truly invested in the love that you two have. Can I combine those two pieces of me and offer my version of a solution? So I offered to treat her and her husband to their very first date night as a married couple and to document it in an artistic, lovey-dovey, expressionate, emotional, creative way. And then at the end of the night, to go outside and get audio of them saying all the qualities they love in each other. And I asked questions that would provoke very thoughtful answers. And I did this separately so they couldn't hear the other person and so that this audio and the video would be a surprise. I got clips of them cuddling by the fireplace, of them slow dancing and laughing, cheersing wine. And then I incorporated all those video clips, their audio voiceover, and all the photos from their wedding day into an emotional film with their favorite song playing in the background. This was not a 100% fix. Because once again, at the end of the day, I could not go back and redo their wedding day. We cannot redo that. But it was the best solution I could provide. And I did not come at it with defensiveness and ignorance. I had to recognize that I was even going to have to sit through an entire dinner date with this couple, knowing I messed up badly. And for someone who doesn't like confrontation... This was challenging for me to think about, and I built up a lot of anticipation and anxiety about it. But this wasn't about me. This was about my client and providing them the best that I could, which by the way, they're absolutely amazing people. <laughs> so even though they were upset, it was hands down my own anxiety that was getting the best of me. At no point in time were they mean or unhinged. They were so kind and open-minded to the whole situation but going into this situation, I, of course, formed my own thoughts about how the confrontation would go down. <laughs> but I had to recognize that. I had to recognize that even if that confrontation did happen, this was about finding a solution for them. Because if I did not do that and I chose to acknowledge my own ego or my own fear or my own insecurities... I'm not being the best version of a business owner for them, and I'm not being empathetic to my clients and their needs. So lastly, after I provided this solution to them, and I did the best that I could, and I recognized everything at hand, that's where the self-forgiveness needed to come in. Actually, it should have came in at the beginning. <laughs> but nonetheless, learning imperfect human here, and I will say that the forgiveness did not come for a very long time. No joke. Like, it was over a year later that my stomach would still drop at the thought of that mistake. And I would speak unkind words to myself in that very moment. And I would instantly start feeling deep, deep anxiety and just gross about myself. I was just, I, I would very quickly hate myself. But that is not how you handle a mistake. That is not forward thinking. Notice I went back in time to every bit of the emotions that were in that situation and I allowed any growth that I had from that point to a whole year and a half later to, com to be completely washed away. That is not forward thinking. 
So that is why I really encourage you guys to be kinder and to recognize these things about yourself. Really analyze the thoughts in your head and how you speak. Because I was really mean. And it took a lot of journaling and acceptance to finally get to a place of, all right, I forgive myself for that. I did the best I could, and I wish I could go back in time, but I can't. I forgive myself. But what can I do going forward to make sure that I don't ever do that again? And what can I do going forward to make sure that I am being self-aware and providing my own mind the kind mental health it deserves? So let's just do a quick little recap. One, I would like for you to acknowledge and understand the situation at hand and the mistake. Why did it happen and can you pinpoint any reasons? Two, after you find the why, find the solution. Really, really jot down ways that you can prevent this from happening again and ways that you can fix this mistake. Three, you've understood yourself and you found the solution, learn to forgive and learn to have empathy, both for yourself and for the person on the other end of this. And when you're doing and you're learning the forgiveness and the empathy, don't be defensive, but also don't be toxic to yourself. And journal and have affirmations and have the kindness that you would give someone else. Have that for yourself. Recognize how you speak to yourself and forward think. I hope these tips have helped you in some way. You are, once again, you are going to make mistakes in life, in relationships, in emotions, in your career. And learning how to handle those is really going to help you grow as a person. And if you're doing it in your business, grow as a business owner. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or share it on social media. That way someone else can take something from this. You can find me on Instagram at Aristasia, A-R-A-S-T-A-S-I-A. You can join my Facebook group, Passion and Potential. All kinds of motivation, passionate rants, inspirational talks, challenges, the whole bit. And if you'd like to sign up for my free business training, click the link in the show notes or head over to Aristasia.com. That being said, till next time, my friends.